Drive in tomorrow morning at 10 on WOR. WOR, New York. The following program is sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. Are bigger breasts better? Not if you're the one with the huge breasts. Large breasts cause back and neck pain, they interfere with exercise, and they can cause rashes. Well, tonight we'll talk about a topic you've never heard about on the radio before. Tonight, we'll make molehills out of mountains. Well, stay tuned. This is Plastic Surgery in the Air, and I'm your host, board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. On Saturday evenings, I trade my sutures for a microphone and give you straight talk about cosmetic surgery. This is the real deal. I use my surgical training at Harvard, Cornell, and the University of Chicago, as well as my almost two decades of teaching plastic surgery at Robert Wood Johnson and the University of Pennsylvania Medical Schools to give you the answers to your cosmetic surgery questions. Many of you are thinking about cosmetic surgery but have not taken that step the first step towards a cosmetic surgery consultation. Well, this is your no-obligation chance to ask the questions that have been bothering you or are in the back of your mind. And, well, you know that I have spent 10 years on New Jersey State Board of Medical Examiners, and that's the governing body for doctors in the state. And I bring this perspective to you also. My patients and colleagues know me as a straight shooter, having practiced cosmetic surgery in the Princeton and Bridgewater areas for nearly two decades. Well, on this show, we talk about making you look better and making you look younger. This is a show about bulbous noses and about inverted nipples and about stretch marks. This is the only show that brings you information and news about America's favorite topic, cosmetic surgery. This is the Straight Talking Plastic Surgery Show. There is no hype here. And the phone number here at WOR in New York City is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. We have calls already, but call early today so that we can get all our phone calls in. And remember that the advice that I give on this show is general. If you have a medical issue, you'll need to be examined by your own doctor to get more specific advice. But you can call and ask me questions. Remember, the radio consultation is free. So if you're driving to dinner in Tenafly or if you're settling in for a quiet evening in Great Neck, well, this is the show for you. If you're married going to your birthday dinner in New York, well, call in while you're in the car. Call in early and we'll be able to answer all your questions. And if you like my straight-talking approach to cosmetic surgery, you can buy my new book, Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery. It's available on Amazon.com already. It won't be published until the spring. But you can pre-order it on Amazon.com. And check out my newly designed website at periplasticsurgery.com. Well, let's talk cosmetic surgery. To men, it's almost heretical to hear women talking about making their breasts smaller. But women with excessively large breasts have actual physical symptoms. They can be carrying around more than 10 pounds of extra breast tissue, and that wrecks havoc on their backs and necks. Their bra straps dig into their shoulders, they get rashes around their breasts, and it becomes difficult to exercise. These women are all too happy to trade in their huge breasts for smaller breasts. After surgery, they feel better, and their clothes fit better, and they can exercise more. 
Well, it's no wonder that over 160,000 women had the procedure last year. It makes this the sixth most common cosmetic surgical procedure. I don't know how many of you remember what the first most common is, but we'll go back to that. That'll be your thing to think about for the next few minutes. We'll come back in a few minutes. We'll see how many uh, remember what the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth most common cosmetic surgical procedures are. But breast reductions, they're the sixth most common. And the operation is rising rapidly in popularity. In 2004, there were 144,000 procedures. Remember, 160,000 last year. But in 1997, there were under 48,000. So that's a 235% increase in eight years. Plastic surgeons must be doing something right with this procedure. And uh, indeed, it's an excellent procedure with, with good results, both cosmetically and functionally, so people feel better. And that's why this procedure is so popular. Remember, the number here is 212-528-0129. Listeners can call in and ask their questions about breast reduction, or you can ask questions about other areas of cosmetic surgery. But don't ask me questions about heart surgery. That's for Dr. Fred Benini, who's coming up in the next half hour. Well, remember that breast reductions are so popular, but there are different different methods that are practiced by different plastic surgeons. The procedure that is the most common procedure leaves the nipple attached to the breast tissue at all times. And it seems funny, well, why would we remove the breast, remove the nipple from the breast, but that is an accepted procedure. In fact, some doctors do that. They sculpt the breast tissue, they take off the nipple, they put it in a uh, wet gauze on a back table, and then uh, when the breast is sewn back together, they put the nipple back on. Sounds bizarre, but, but it's true. It's called a free nipple graft procedure. Most plastic surgeons do not do that procedure, however, and the reason we don't is we want to preserve the ability to breastfeed with this procedure, and we want to preserve sensation in the nipple. And so by doing the procedure where the nipple remains attached to the breast at all times, we can, in most people, retain the ability to breastfeed and retain sensation. And so that procedure is the more common procedure. Well, you'll read in the newspaper about different types of procedures. Plastic surgeons have tried to reduce the scarring of breast reductions. That's one of the drawbacks of the procedure. There's no question that there are significant scars. And so women have to be prepared for that. Uh, they have to realize that they're trading one thing for another. They're trading excessively large breasts with all the symptoms of having large breasts, the things that I told you about before. And they're trading that for smaller breasts, more comfortable appearance, better feeling, fitting clothes. But the downside is the scars. And most women, the scars are reasonable. They're acceptable. But some people, those scars are not acceptable. They can be red and raised. And that can be a real big drawback. So certainly for teenagers that I do this operation on, uh, they have to think very, very carefully whether or not they're going to have a breast reduction because when we put permanent scars on the breast, it's very important that they know what they're getting into. Well, we have some calls already, so we'll come back to the topic of breast reduction in just a few minutes, but we've got Ben on the line. Ben, what's your wrinkle? What can I do for you? Yes, Dr. Perry. Thank yes. you for taking my call. Sure. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. My question is um, uh, is one about um, excessive skin on the, um, under my chin. Mm -hmm. And the question is, as I've got older, it is um, you know more prominent, and um, it just kind of wobbles like a like a chicken or something. Oh, so it's, the question, it's, it's a turkey, not a chicken, Ben. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I know it had feathers. Yeah, but. yeah. How old are you? I'm 52. Okay. Are you healthy? Yes, sir. 
Okay. Usually, if you're talking about extra skin, do you have uh, a fair amount of fat also or just skin? Um, I'm somewhat rotund. <laughs> okay. How much do you weigh? About uh, 210. 210. Well, that's not too bad. Uh, and how tall are you again? 5'7". Okay, 5'7". So you got some extra weight. You have, you do actually have about 35, 40 extra pounds. Um, so uh, uh, it is possible, I'd have to look at you, but it's possible that you could have liposuction of this area. We could remove the fat. And what happens is the skin retracts after liposuction. And uh, it is very possible that, that you could get away with a procedure like that at age 52. Now, it all depends on just how much extra skin you have in relation to that fat. And it is very possible that you would need a facelift. Now, facelifts are a lot less popular in men than women. And the reason for that, we've talked about in this show before, is because men can't cover scars with makeup. And, uh, and that's really the biggest drawback. Women can cover with makeup, and men have shorter hair. And so uh, that's an issue. So if we can do another procedure in you, such as liposuction, that would be a, a real good thing. But if not, it's a facelift. Do you also take the skin off uh, at the same time? Uh, not, not with straight liposuction. You see, the nice thing about liposuction is because we remove the fat, the skin redrapes, and when it redrapes, it redrapes over a longer distance. If you think about the neck, when the fat plumps out the neck, uh, it creates a um, kind of the hypotenuse of a triangle. If you go back to 10th grade geometry, every time I talk about this, my daughter's eyes glaze over. She's taking 10th grade geometry now. But uh, the hypotenuse of the triangle is what your skin uh, uh, is when it's filled with fat. And when we remove that fat, it redrapes over the other two sides of the triangle. And so if you remember from 10th grade geometry, the sum of those two sides is actually longer than the hypotenuse. And when it redrapes, it looks like we remove skin. I see. What, what is the time frame from when the surgery until you would be uh, presentable in public, you think? Well, and again, it depends on whether we do liposuction or whether we do a facelift. With liposuction, it's a very fast recovery. In fact, most people are back to work uh, five to seven days, depending on uh, how you can hide it. You're certainly going to have black and blue for as long as two weeks, but if you can wear a turtleneck, you might be able to get back in a week. Uh, if it's a facelift, it's really two weeks, though. So it's a, certainly a more extensive recovery with a facelift. Okay. Okay. Ben, I appreciate it. Sure, Ben. Thanks for listening to the show, and thanks for calling in tonight. Tom, you've been hanging on the line. Uh, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle, Tom? Yes. Um, my question is about dermabrasions and the different forms of dermabrasions. Uh, recovery time. I have severe acne scarring on my face uh, from when I was a kid. Uh, also, what the cost is involved in the different forms of dermabrasion and the cost, time for recovery. Sure. Well, Tom, how old are you now? Uh, 44. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. This is a actually an extensive discussion. So here's what I want to do, Tom. We've got to break for a couple commercials. Can you hang on the line for a couple sure, seconds? Of and what we'll do is we'll go to commercial and we'll come back and we'll answer your questions extensively in just a couple minutes. So this is Dr. Arthur Perry. Remember, the phone number is 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. We'll be back after these words. Listeners to this show know that a good skincare regimen is the foundation for a healthy appearance, and vitamin C is an important part of that skincare program. Improve, protect, and restore your skin with Celex C. Celex C, the creator of the original patented formulation of topical vitamin C, pioneered vitamin C as an anti-aging skincare treatment. 
Since its introduction in 1991, Celex-C has been the most effective topical vitamin C product used by physicians and skincare professionals to combat the visible signs of aging. Celex-C remains the benchmark by which all other topical vitamin C products are measured. In a three-month scientific independent study, it was proven that the topical use of Celex-C's vitamin C serum diminished the appearance of wrinkles by 84%, improved skin firmness by 47%, increased skin smoothness by 37%, improved skin tone and texture by 26%, and lessened discoloration by 32%. For more information about Celex-C, call 1-800-903-4321 or visit www.celex-cusa.com. That's www.cellex-cusa.com. Celexi's professional formulation is designed to improve and restore the skin by protecting the skin's collagen. As we age, the production of collagen in our skin decreases, contributing to the visible signs of aging. Celexi's formulation, combining vitamin C, zinc, and L-tyrosine, helps reduce fine lines and wrinkles while smoothing the skin. Additionally, it protects the skin from future damage caused by free radicals and UV exposure. After four to six weeks of using Celexi's vitamin C serum, the skin feels smoother and firmer, while lines and wrinkles appear less pronounced. Celexi offers a full range of science-based products, providing skincare solutions to help all skin types look, act, and feel younger. To find out where you can purchase Celexi, call 1-800-903-4321. That's 1-800-903-4321. Or visit www.celex-cusa.com. That's www.celex-cusa.com. You're listening to Plastic Surgery in the Air with Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm Dr. Barry Wasserman. So you've made the decision to have LASIK, laser vision correction. And because your eyes are so important to you, finding the right person to do your surgery should be the first concern. My approach is clear. I will personally perform your exam and answer all your questions. I will perform your surgery and see you for your follow-up visits. Of course, I will only perform surgery if I truly believe you will achieve excellent vision. I will make sure LASIK is safe and right for you. Visit my website, barrywasserman.com, or call me today at 877-598-EYES. Do you wonder what you'd look like with a more attractive nose? Do you have a large nose or a hump or a wide tip? If so, you may be a candidate for a rhinoplasty. Dr. Arthur Perry, host of Plastic Surgery in the Air, has a particular interest in rhinoplasty surgery. He tackles not only straightforward rhinoplasties, but also difficult second procedures. Dr. Perry uses the newest techniques to give you an individualized result. To schedule a consultation with Dr. Perry, call 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. And check out his website at periplasticsurgery.com. And we're back. This is Plastic Surgery in the Air. I'm your host, board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Perry, Dr. Arthur Perry. Well, listeners to the show have heard me talk about vitamin C almost every week. Vitamin C is one of those creams that really does make a difference uh, for the face. You've heard me talk about the three things that I think make a difference, vitamin C and glycolic acid and the vitamin A type of, uh, of creams. Those are the three. Well, the Cadillac of the vitamin C creams clearly is Celex C. It's the original and best topical C product out there. So I want you to uh, listen again to that commercial, and, uh, and I do want you to uh, go ahead and uh, get that Celex C. It's a wonderful cream, and I've uh, had my patients use that. Well, Tom, you've been hanging on the line. Acne scarring and dermabrasion, that's what you wanted to talk about. So uh, now, is your acne under control at this point? 
Yes. Okay. So uh, dermabrasion is one of the treatments for acne. Uh, you know, it's it's not as good a treatment as we would want, however. In the best-case scenario, Tom, dermabrasion might improve your acne by maybe 30%, 40%, and it's a lot to go through, I have to say, for, uh, for uh, that kind of improvement. Uh, the laser is really no better. The laser does a similar thing to uh, acne as the dermabrasion. It's just a more high-tech method of doing this. Uh, now, there are a couple things uh, that you might consider. The deeper acne scars, the ice pick type scars, what I like to do before doing a dermabrasion is excise those, which means I cut those out. They're little tiny excisions, and what we do is remove that deeper area and then sew the skin together, and sometimes we can even use Dermabond, which is a glue, so that there are no marks from the stitches. Once we have removed those deeper acne scars, then we consider maybe dermabrasion. But I'll tell you something. Uh, in the last couple of years, I've been using more and more Restylane for that purpose because what we do is plump up those deeper scars with Restylane. And I've had people say that it actually improves acne scars more than dermabrasion or laser. And there's a real downside to having dermabrasion or laser in a man, and that's an extensive recovery. Tom, when we go through a, a dermabrasion, it's at least a month and sometimes two or three months of having a red face. So women have a better time with that because they use makeup, and men don't like using makeup. So those are the uh, the things that you might consider, okay? Doctor, what is the cost associated with, with a laser dermabrasion? Well, it's uh, it's going to vary in different parts of the country. In the New York area, it's going to be anywhere from three thousand to probably seven or eight thousand uh, dollars, depending on the surgeon and depending on exactly what your issue is. Okay. Thank you very okay. much. Thank you for taking my call. Okay. Thanks so much for calling, Tom. Laura, you wanted to talk about implants. How can I help you? I was just wondering, um, I'm, I'm kind of new into looking into uh, whether this is something I'd like to pursue. Okay. Um, I've heard, uh, you know, obviously years ago there was a lot of negative uh, press on um, silicone, and I was just wondering what the differences are between saline silicone and whether or not um, one is truly better than the other. Well, Laura, right now, the only implants that are FDA-approved are saline implants. So what they are is a silicon rubber on the outside and salt water on the inside. Now, there are silicon gel implants out there, but currently they're only for experimental use. Uh, they cannot be used for, I, I'm assuming you're having an augmentation for cosmetic reasons, correct? Yes, that's correct. Right, so your only option today is a saline implant. Now, the FDA is poised to approve the gel implants, and in fact, a committee of the FDA has already recommended to the commissioner of the FDA that they be approved, but the interesting thing is that recommendation was done over a year ago, and we're still sitting here without silicon gel implants. I'm not sure why that is. I don't know if they have data that we don't know about, or it might be just a political thing, or maybe it's because of the slow workings of government. We know how quickly government does work, don't we? So right now we have uh, saline implants and only saline implants. Now, once the uh, gel implants come back, you're going to have a decision to make and your plastic surgeon is going to have a decision. And the decision to use gel versus saline is actually a very complex one. 
if you have a fair amount of breast tissue, then the saline implants do very well. But if you have very, very little breast tissue, particularly with a little drooping, then we do have issues with the saline implants because saline is just water. And so that means its viscosity is very low. Viscosity is the thickness of the liquid. So the gel implants have been uh, worked out very nicely by the implant companies and by DuPont that makes the uh, raw material uh, to feel and have the density of normal breast tissue. But salt water is just salt water. So gel feels better and has less of the problem of wrinkling of the implants. Saline implants do have a tendency to wrinkle. On the other hand, the downside of the gel is that when it ruptures, it's a real big issue because you have to have those implants taken out. The gel can spread throughout uh, your chest. I'm not talking about going into where your lungs are. I'm talking about going under the skin. However, I have had patients uh, have the gel go all the way into their arm and down their arm. Granted, that is the last generation of gel. The new gel implants that are going, going to be coming out uh, have what they call a cohesive gel. And they like to show the, uh, the uh, photograph of a cut gel implant being held up and the gel does not run out. Now, I don't know how that's going to act in a real situation in the body. I know how you can take a picture of that uh, outside the body, but I don't know if that gel is going to really stay put or whether it's going to do what the old gel does, and that is uh, spread uh, and gradually spread throughout um, the into the armpit and down the arm potentially. So, so that's the major drawback of the gel implant. Now, the good news is that silicon doesn't get you sick. And there have been many, many studies since 1992. That's when the gel implants were taken off the market. Many studies that have looked at tens of thousands of women with gel implants, and there's no increase in any illness whatsoever. Despite what Connie Chung said in 1992, there's no increase of any illness. So from hair loss to arthritis to cancer, there's absolutely no increase when we use silicon gel implants. So that's the good news. Laura, are you still there? Did I put you to sleep with that? Oh, no, not at all. It's actually very interesting. I, I didn't realize that uh, they weren't, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty new into uh, into uh, looking into it, and I didn't realize that they weren't uh, FDA approved. Yeah, no, they are not. And, in fact, doctors that are putting gel implants in for cosmetic reasons are in violation of the FDA regulation. Uh, and, in fact, there was a doctor that lost his license in New Jersey for doing just that. So uh, we don't want to do that. They are part of an experimental protocol, and usually now that's for breast reconstruction now. So people who are enrolled in the uh, experimental c- protocol can do those for breast reconstruction and some very specific indications for cosmetic reasons in people who have had problems with other implants. Well, we got a break now. Thank you very much for listening, Laura, and good luck with uh, your implants. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is Plastic Surgery in the Air. When we come back, the phone number again, 212-528-0129. Fran, hang on the line for these commercial messages. If you've been thinking about improving your vision with LASIK, I have great news. Laser vision correction is now better, safer, and more accurate. Hi, I'm Dr. Barry Wasserman. Using the upgraded Vizex Star S4 laser and custom view technology, I can custom tailor your correction to achieve your personal best vision because everyone's eyes are unique. Having LASIK is a major decision that will change your life forever. 
I want every patient to have the best technology with an exceptional staff who really cares. I will personally examine your eyes and answer all of your questions. I will perform your procedure and see you for your follow-up visits. Personal care and attention sets us apart from the rest, which means I take care of my patients, not just their eyes. I will make sure LASIK is safe and right for you. Whether you're nearsighted, farsighted, or have an astigmatism, make the call today to Dr. Wasserman and schedule your free LASIK exam. Be sure to ask about interest-free financing options. Call 877-598-EYES or visit him on the web at barrywasserman.com. You're listening to Plastic Surgery in the Air with Dr. Arthur Perry. Cosmetic surgery is the surgery of change. Dr. Arthur Perry, the host of Plastic Surgery in the Air, is a board-certified plastic surgeon who specializes in cosmetic surgery. Dr. Perry's practice is dedicated to procedures such as rhinoplasty, liposuction, eyelid lifts, breast augmentations, and tummy tucks. Dr. Perry uses his 19-year experience and his training at Harvard, Cornell, and the University of Chicago to individualize your care. From your first consultation to the removal of your stitches, you'll experience careful attention to detail. Dr. Perry will not cut corners, and he won't play games. Dr. Perry has been chosen annually since 1999 as one of Castle Connolly's top New York area doctors. He was one of four New Jersey plastic surgeons in New Jersey Life magazine and one of eight New Jersey plastic surgeons in New Jersey Monthly. To schedule a consultation with Dr. Perry, call 732-422-9600. That's 732-422-9600. And check out his website at perryplasticsurgery.com. And welcome back. This is Plastic Surgery in the Air, and I'm your host, board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Arthur Perry. A few seconds ago, we heard an announcement by Dr. Barry Wasserman. Remember that Dr. Wasserman is a member of the show's Council of Advisors, and you can trust the members of the council to provide you with quality care. Give Dr. Wasserman a call. He's got that wonderful phone number, that 877-598-EYES, 877-598-EYES. So give Dr. Wasserman a call if you want LASIK surgery. Well, we're back with plastic surgery in the air, and we have Fran on the line. Fran, what's your wrinkle? What can I do for you? Yes, hi, Dr. Perry. Um, My son is getting married in about a year, and I was thinking of having uh, some freshening, so to speak. Having uh, I have some broken capillaries on on my cheeks, and um, I was wondering what kind of timing would that require? If that's a, a very um, a very quick recovery, redness, uh, that kind of thing. If I were to have some kind of treat for mm-hmm. that, Fran, how old are you? Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine, good. And so your only issue are at 59 years old is uh, the capillaries of the face? Yeah, I'd like to do that and kind of even out my color. I have a little rosacea. Uh, but basically, that would be about all that I would want to do. Okay. Well, this is a, a good time as opposed to five or six years ago because there are new lasers now that can very, very effectively reduce the redness of the capillaries. And uh, these different lasers, one is called the Aura laser and a Lear laser, they're uh, very fancy machines. And what they do now that they didn't do before is they don't cause black and blue. The older lasers caused intense black and blue, and it took two, maybe even three weeks to recover from those lasers. Uh, I do these lasers quite frequently. And what we do, we don't need any anesthesia because it really doesn't hurt much. It's a little snapping sensation. 
sensation on the face. We protect your eyes, and we zap those little blood vessels, and we comb through the cheeks and the nose, and uh, we basically trace the little blood vessels down. And it's really amazing because when you leave a half hour after you came into, come into the office, when you leave, you look in the mirror, and the capillaries are absolutely gone. So it's really very, very interesting. Now, the recovery is uh, is variable. It really depends on how many we do. If we do just a couple of those capillaries, uh, you know, you're back in action the next day. But if you have a lot of capillaries of the cheeks and a lot of the nose, a lot of people do get a fair amount of swelling. And I've even had to put people on steroids for a couple of days after afterwards. So, but in all cases, I haven't seen anyone with swelling that goes beyond maybe five six days. So that's uh, that's the good news. And the other thing with this laser is that it's extremely effective. As I said, by the time you leave uh, that same day, you won't see those capillaries. Now, that doesn't mean they're all gone. In my experience, about two-thirds of the capillaries are permanently removed. Uh, so a third do come back. So I look at this uh, also. It's kind of like farming when you try and kill weeds at a farm or, or on your lawn. Uh, it's an ongoing thing. So we'll be uh, lasering this year, and then maybe in five years you might come back because more will recur. And that doesn't mean they've the same ones have come back, but it's a continuing process, particularly if you do have rosacea, which, by the way, should be treated by a dermatologist because they can help control the ongoing rosacea. Uh-huh. Um, a quick question. Are lasers also used for um, upper lip uh, areas where you get... Where tend to get wrinkles. Different and laser. Different laser. You know, there's there's so many different lasers out there now. The laser for wrinkles is, my preference, is a CO2 laser. And even dermabrasion can be used for uh, those wrinkles or even a deep chemical peel. Uh, the laser that's used for the red marks is a very different laser, and we can't use that for wrinkles. We need to actually remove the skin and let it heal. And so that's a much more extensive recovery. But still, you're fine if the wedding is a year away. You've got plenty of time. Uh, the, uh, the wrinkles will be all healed by maybe 7 to 10 days. And then you can cover the redness, which you'll have for almost a month with makeup. It might even be a red for uh, a little longer. Well, we've run out of time. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and uh, this is Plastic Surgery in the Air. We'll be back next week. In fact, Dr. Barry Wasserman, who you heard earlier today, will be our guest next week, and he is going to be ta talking about LASIK. So that's a new topic for Plastic Surgery in the Air. Please join me and stay tuned for Dr. Fred Vanini. He's coming right up with another very interesting show. You can call me in my office this week at 732-422-9600 if you didn't get through. Thank you very much. The preceding program was sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. You're tuned to 710 WOR.